Alright, Lando. Season 8, episode 2. Just watched it. Um, I just want to get your initial thoughts real quick before we go straight into the episode and talk about everything individually. Very heart-touching, soul-touching episode. Whoa. It was good. It was good. It was great. Like I said, there's a lot, a lot of moments that you, you know, almost, almost caught me uh, tearing up a bit. But oh no, I teared up for sure. Like a couple of times. I mean, I was with you and Dev, so I couldn't like cry for real. Yeah. yeah. But the tears was rolling. Yeah, tears was rolling. Um, I for sure teared up when, when uh, when Sam gave his sword. To, all right, so let's just go in the episode then. Yeah, let's just let's just talk about it straight up because I, this episode was just one of those pure. Great episodes that you kind of have in a show where this is everything we kind of been watching for ten years, yeah. and it finally kind of got to its apex, and it's like this is it. It's the final battle. The calm before the storm. The calm before the storm, most definitely, and it was just super deep, super crazy. Um, and so after this, we also got a little bit. I might have some leaks for the next episode. And I'm going to just spitball Orlando, but I mean, just throughout the episode, man, uh, it started off with the Jamie trial, and it they kind of got straight into it, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I think they now know the urgency is not really, they got to be urgent about the shit they talking about. Yeah, you got to let bygones be bygones, man. Yeah, and they were really just really cut Jamie's head off. You think they was going to just, you think before, if Brianne would have never said nothing, they was going to kill I, Jamie? I don't I don't think so, just because they, they did have the meeting in the dragon pit and shit like that, and Jamie was there. It was. It seemed like everybody was on the court. I think that was kind of, like I said, Daenerys way, kind of like Vidden, how she always felt. She didn't get a chance to really talk to Jamie yeah. during that meeting, so that was kind of her just, just vetting out how she felt about him and the shit he was doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad Brienne stepped up for him. It's kind of silly how Bran... Bran didn't say nothing at all, and Jamie kind of questioned him about that when they left it. Like, you didn't even say nothing. Like, you didn't tell me, tell them to stop me or not stop me. It's like, why do you think Bran is not saying? Because I think he stuff. already. I think if it's something, no, because he already knows what's gonna happen. So, like you said, he can see in the present, I guess. So yeah. he probably didn't feel like anything was gonna happen to him. But yeah, that was would have been the time. He did say the one thing about the, the things, things we do for love. Yeah, things we do for love. And yeah, I mean, like you said, Jamie did apologize to him solo, but yeah, but that yeah, it started off started off there. Um, and then uh. You can just see Jon Snow got a lot going on in his mind. Right. Because she asked him what the Warden of the North think. He told her that once the trial wrapped up, that nigga just got up and dipped. Yeah. He don't he don't feel comfortable. He didn't feel comfortable telling Daenerys what he know. No, he didn't. Because he know how, how much he went through the, the fight for the Iron Throne and the, to be the queen and stuff like that. So And he loved her. He loved her. He definitely loved her, man. They love each other. And that's kind of cool. Like Sansa and Daenerys kind of talked about that and talked it over did. in that scene. And yeah. that was a good scene. That was a good scene. You had the coaching meeting scene with pretty much Daenerys torn to Tyrion and shit like that. Yeah, she had to turn, She had to put that nigga in his place. It's, it's not even his place. Like, Tyrion isn't trying to make mistakes. Right. He's trying to really just do what's best. He's kind of on some Jon Snow shit. Like, look, it's really stuff bigger than this. Uh he probably don't believe Cersei, but it's like, look, man, we really don't got too many options. We need as many men and fighters as we can get. And, I mean, Cersei double-crossed him. Was he supposed to know that? Maybe. Not really. I guess so. I feel like he was, and I feel like he had a double-cross plan, like he was kind of working with Cersei. But maybe not, you know, he just don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he, because he knew how much Cersei loved her children, that maybe she would do whatever she can to protect them. But at the end of the day, you got to know Cersei only really cares about 
Yeah, and then you know, Taryn kind of felt bad, like you know, I think when he told Jor and Varys, like one of y'all might be getting his hand to the king shit or to the queen shit, they Jor kind of felt the need to say something about it. And I, I, I did like that scene with Jor. This episode had nothing but great scenes. great scenes. Like it was really great scene after great scene. And to me, like last episode was more like a slideshow of okay, this is a character meeting up. This is a character meeting up. This day before the battle, night before the battle, everybody kind of got their own touching moment of great scenes, yeah. great acting, just yeah. everything. So I, I like that a lot. Um, and then Gendry and Arya talk about the White Walkers and stuff like that. Yeah, he talked about it. He wants her to, uh, she wants him to get a, get a weapon made. And, uh, you know, that's a good scene. You can kind of tell the chemistry right there between them, them two is like uh, definitely growing. Um, they both care about each other. And like I said, he doesn't know all the shit that Arya has has been through uh, with the training. She kind of displays that when she throws like the, the black dragon glass into the pole and shit like that, so. Yeah, and she, I mean, she was prowling around, too. And it's like, at the beginning, you can kind of get this hint that Arya was trying to get with Gendry. Yeah. Which was something like, I mean, we could talk about that scene. Yeah, we talk about her now. That was a little weird to me. Just because we all kind of view her as, like, still a little girl. That's the thing. Like, we, we've seen her chase cats and shit like that, learn how to sword fight. And then she goes to that from having sex, but... Hey, that's real life. <laughs> you know, little cousins, little sisters and shit like that. They they grew up and do shit like that. But um yeah, it was it was kinda it's kinda tough to see. Like you said, she still kinda looks like a kid too. Like just just like her, you know, the way yeah, she, yeah. Maisie she, Williams as an actress is young looking. She's yeah. very small and very, shit like very that. Small but she was kinda just talking to him crazy, like Yeah. Yeah, like she done how many women have you been with? She ain't been with nobody before. Well she hasn't. But you know, she she wanted what she wanted, you know. She wanted to get that because she never knew that that could be the last night on uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they just had sex, and it kind of went. I feel like they went so in depth with it. I'm just like, wow. I never even, I never imagined in the show that Arya would be having sex with anybody. No, I, I, I didn't either. But I, I did figure that them two would probably get married and hooked up, like I said, a few seasons ago. But yeah, yeah that's uh, that was interesting. Um. What else? What else? Uh, we were talking about Jamie and Bran talking. I mean, Tyrion, Tyrion and Jamie had a lot of good scenes together. They, did. they kind of got back to linking up and and talking amongst each other and hanging out. And it, it's just crazy when you think because Jamie, I mean, Tyrion says something that I thought like, "Oh, you're talking about how Jamie used to be just the golden lion." And it's like you go back and think about episode one. Jamie did have just great gold hair and he was walking out looking proud and now he just looked like an old sh- shaggy dog or something yeah, like that. just looked regular. And the scene with him and Brienne when he just went up to her and like, hey, I would like to be under your command. Yeah, because he knows. He, knows. he got one hand. He can't really fight like that no more. A lot of people think Jamie is going to be the one to slay the Night King. Mm, I, I think Jamie might be the one that, that kills Cersei. That's, that's what I'm thinking. But well, yeah, a lot of people be, think that, could, that. That could be possible, though. I, I can see that. I can see that being a twist. Yeah, I think Jamie officially now, I think he know he's no longer in love with Cersei anymore. No, I think he's in love with Brienne a little bit. I, I don't know. I still think Brienne might get with Tormund. I don't really like talking get with talk and shit yeah. like that. But I think Brienne, I think that's still an option open. That's cool. Because cool. I think she just viewed Jamie as just like a a confidant now. But yeah, but you, Almost like Theon and Sansa. Yeah, and look, I, I hate I hate Theon. We can go into that scene, but that scene had me almost like a, a, a tearjerker. Yeah, that was good. That was a good scene. Man. It came right off the talk of Daenerys and Sansa talking about who going to get the North, which was a good play by Sansa. Like, look, we said we will kneel to no one ever again. 
Yeah, and like you said, Mormont gave her the advice, like, hey, go go talk to Sansa. Go go work it out with her. Yeah. And she went in there, they they built some common ground. But when it got to the part about bending the knee and submitting. It's like, no, we ain't doing that. You can see Daenerys, she she not really <laughs> she ain't really going for it too much. Yeah, but, she not. But yeah, that's when that's when the, the Theon scene popped up and, and that was a touch, dope scene. It was real dope because Theon just you can see that he just wants super forgiveness. Yeah. He wanted to be atoned for his sins because he sent a lot. He's been a lot of bad He's shit. Done a lot of bad. A lot of things. dumb shit. A lot of dumb stuff, and um, definitely, man. He he always was a Stark at heart. Yeah. He always was, and so that that was the place where he needed to be. Um, one of the dopest scenes to me, just in my eyes. Well, first when when Davos talked to the girl with the little burn in her face, yeah. I know he was getting Princess Shireen vibes. Oh yeah. So it really touched his heart. And she was just like, where do you want me to go? And he's just like, anywhere. And Gilly came in. And I just, like, I I, I appreciate the little scenes like that because I just felt like they made the episode a lot more touching than it even had to be. That one and, uh, like I said, the, the Grey Worm and the Grey Worm scene. Yeah. That was, that was deep. Like, this ain't, this ain't our home. Yeah, this ain't our home. No matter what, who we fight for or what we do, they're not going to love us here. Yeah. Let's go back to where we from. If, if we can survive this, which Grey Worm is probably not going to survive yeah, this. I think that nigga, and he wasn't even supposed to vibe that alleyway. Remember, he got caught in that alleyway, and yeah. it was almost game time for that nigga. Yeah, and pretty much he, like that last kiss, that almost like a kiss goodbye. Yeah, I was kiss goodbye. Was kiss goodbye. Sorry, Masande, but I'm not making it back here. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the Vanguard with my niggas. On the Vanguard. Why is there so many niggas on the Vanguard? I think when you look at a lot of people's skills, that's what they do best. One on ones, huh? One on ones and on the, on the ground. It literally like the hounds in the Vanguard. I don't know. We gotta see. It didn't look like he. It looked like he was up top. Yeah. He might be behind the gate, just waiting for him to break through. But yeah, man, it looked like Mormont definitely is on the, the um the vanguard. You got Brianna Toth. Brianna, That's she's just on noise, the, yeah. Oh yeah. Brianna, she's on the um, she's out there on the vanguard. So. Um, super dope scene was when Ed and 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 uh Samuel was talking and Jon Snow see him. It just brought him back to old days, man. Jon Snow can only get like. Three minutes of smiles on the show. He can't smile for longer than three seconds before hearing like some bad news. Cause right after that tournament, just told him like, "Look, we had to go around the Night King and them. If ain't nobody here right now, they with the Night King." Yeah, that's what he said. Like, so where are the homies? They're in the Night King's army. Yeah, they in the Night King army, bro. Uh, if if they down here, then they gone. And they were sick at that. It's like. It's and now John officially knows there's nothing more he can do. The fight is now at his front door. And they gotta they gotta get ready for it. And I think just being around Sam and, and Ed kind of just bring them comfort. Cause it's like, these are my brothers. Like Ed said, now our watch has begun and it's just time to fight. It's time to battle. It's time to get with each other. It's time to it's time. <laughs> Cause the fight is coming. It's really time for them niggas. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. He got his he got a squad with him, you know, the the the, the SEAL squad that went north of the wall. So, you know, he kind of got his game with him, man. And, so and, then, and then they, we got the, damn near probably the most expensive scene in Game of Thrones history. Everybody in the war room together. Yeah. Um, John Snow. Yeah, salary-wise, that shit cost money. You, yeah. It cost money to get all them niggas in there. Only person they was missing was Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and John kind of laid out for him, look, y'all, we got to fight. It's coming tonight. He told me by, by, by sunrise they should be here. So we pretty much just got to get ready tonight. Yeah, Bran's like, hey, look, the Night King is after me. He touched me. He want me. I'm going to be in the God's wood. You got Theon, like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to hold you down, man. 
I did your own. I did I took your castle. Which is like, damn, dog. Because the thing is, everybody in the show got these little connections that other people don't even really know about. I'm yeah. pretty sure Davos don't even know nothing about that. It's like, uh-huh. what? But it's like, we are, we've seen all these storylines. It's like, now they're finally tying together also perfectly. And that's why this episode was just so much better than the last episode. Yeah. Because it just tied everything. Like, last episode kind of had the knots they tied up, but this episode got them tied together. Yeah. And Bran saying, like, the, the Night King marks me. That's, like, just put me out in the open. John, like, and, and, and that's even good strategy in its own right. John knows, like, we can't fight all of them. They probably have a million dudes. They got giants. They got everything they can fucking ask for. We got to be able to take down, if not the Night King, at least the White Walkers, the top ones. And even uh even Jamie came with, with, a, good, I, with a good thought is, like, if we know this, why would the Night King do that? Right. right. And which kind of makes me think about it too, because it's like, like the Night King. I I think he got like brand powers, so I think he can see. Yeah. In the present, he's like one of them, not three eye raven all the way like brand, but I think he has some type of magic where he can see shit like that too. Oh, exactly. And I'm pretty sure he knows. Like, look, I'm not about to be out there where y'all can hit me with an arrow or a loose fireball or some shit like that. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay tucked away. I'm gonna let y'all think. What's about to happen, but I'm gonna come through striking from, oh, yeah. from the skies because he on that dragon. He definitely is probably the best mind on the show right now. Yeah, the Night King, like he he's playing chess on the on the checkerboard. Yeah, he for sure playing chess. Yeah, so he 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 got it he got it going, and um, like I said, Brand, I think Brand got a good plan for them to the meet up right there to Godswood, but yeah, the battle was looking is looking steep. It is looking steep. All the dragon glass is still like it's gonna be enough. It kind of that kind of was just like a conversation to be like, look, y'all. This is it. <laughs> Get ready. Put your clothes on. Do whatever you got to do. But we damn near the fight coming to us at sunrise. So be prepared. It could be any minute now. And then Tyrion and the brand talked it over. What did they talked about? I think I think he talked about everything. The whole journey. Everything he went through kind of got Tyrion uh, up up to speed. And uh, Tyrion got put on the bench. Like, nah, bro, you're going to be. Yeah, oh, yeah, he got put on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, you will be in the crypts, my nigga. In the crypts. You, you're not going out there to fight. You. Yeah. Tyrion hasn't really fought for real. Nah, like I said, he was a good strategist, a good a good general out there, commander. But nah, nah, you got to be in the crypts. <laughs> yeah, we need there's a lot of dudes that had to go to the crypts. Yeah, some niggas got to be in the crypts, bro. It's no big deal. It's nothing personal. Not personal. It's really just I love you, bro. It hurts your pride a little bit. You're like, damn, man, I want me out there, but then it's like, well, shit, I, I'll be in the crypts. Yeah. I really don't want to see what's what's out there. Bro. Yeah. Um, and then uh. So that's when John and Sam and them talk. And Slappy, I wasn't going to forget. My nigga Ghost got the one scene, dog. And I appreciate that, dog. Free Ghost, bro. It's like, damn, y'all keeping my nigga Ghost locked away. He ain't even met Daenerys yet. He didn't even move. Whole scene. It just cost too much money to have him moving around. A million dollars? Yeah, just have him right there. <laughs> oh, dog. You can see the ghost is right there holding it down. Man, man. he done got bigger, too. Yeah. That was a big wolf they had behind Jon Snow. Eating, eating in Winterfell, man. And they had a dark and then it looked like they was at Castle Black. They did. They did. <laughs> they did. Definitely the set, the set did. But I, I did like that scene. Sam is the best actor on the show. That, and I'm glad you pointed that out because, like you said, I watched like a little doctor. Like, you know how they do like the um, actor one-on-one type of um, background and shit, and he's done like real theater school like training and stuff like that. And I always thought he was a great actor, but yeah, that the last few scenes you were just like, whoa. Yeah, it's like he whoa. he brings the heart to the to the show. Yeah, you know <laughs> like big deal. He he kind of he delivers his lines in like a 
a Samwell way. Like nobody else can kind of laugh and talk their way through something like he can. And he then he always makes this face like the little dinner of the rock face with the eyebrow up. And it's just like, man, this nigga is. He turned to his character. Yeah. Definitely did. And like I said, that scene with him and then Mormont was a good scene. The scene with uh, Lady Mormont and, and Mormont was a, was a good scene. Yeah, that was a good. It, <laughs> that was. That was a good scene because I was asking for that scene last week. I thought that was gonna happen. Like, like well, if they gonna bring niggas meeting together, then that should be one. But to hear Jory still trying to give his family, like, come on, you're the you're the heir to our family. You're the last Mormon. He just like she like, no, you can do whatever you gonna do, bro. But I'm gonna go out there and fight. Be on the bad guard with you. Exactly. We fighting together, bro. I ain't trying to hear that. And he just had nothing but respect for his little cousin, dog. Cousin. She said, "I wish you, wish you luck, cousin." They- I wish you good fortune. But my favorite scene is the uh, the fire fireplace scene. Well, you got Davos, you got Brienne, you got Jamie, you got Tormund. Everybody kicking Roderick, it. You got yeah. everybody kicking it, sharing stories of Brienne getting knighted. Yeah, that was super touching. Super touching. Uh, it just show you, because Jamie is a character who has come such a long way. Yes, yes. It's like, that's just a dude. He looked... 30 times older, just as a character in general, that nigga has came such a long way that you got nothing but appreciation for Jamie Lannister. This nigga's dope now. Like, he he was never one of my favorite characters, but he's now he's up there with it. Like, this nigga's not only a great actor, but just a cool guy. And he's like, it's almost like every character kind of has come a long way. Like, Theon also has come a long way. But it's like, Jamie really is like oh, top cool. tier now. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, 4180, you know, so. Definitely, uh, like I said, that, that was a good scene. Probably seeing Patrick bust out the song and it kind of broke down what everybody was doing. Which is a fun fact. If, if people who read the book, that's Jenny's song. Yeah. It's been told to be the song that Prince Rhaegar used to sing at Summer Hall when he would take vacations there yeah, so to I, get Jenny to talk about the... the um. Well, I think um, with the song, uh, one of the Targaryen, I think it's Duncan Targaryen, he had um, he had gave up his pretty much his throne, his rightful heir to, to, to fall in love with, with Jenny. Yeah. And so, yeah. And at the tragedy of Summer Hall, they would go there and Rhaegar would talk to a ghost and he would sing that song. And a lot of people speculate that the prophecy of Azor Ahai is in that song. Oh, yeah. Because songs never die. Yeah, songs, songs last songs past books and, and, and brand new memories. That song could be about John and Danny. Right yeah. Now. So, and I guess we can go straight to that scene. I mean, uh, I mean, John had to end the episode like that. He was trying to avoid the conversation all day, but the conversation had to be had. Daenerys, I am Aegon Targaryen, yeah. rifle edge of throne. Man. And she looked very sick about it. She was questioning the brand knowledge. Like, come on now, you can't question brand. And I like we kind of talked off air. I'm like, man, somebody's gonna really have to show her and shit. Like, like she's gonna have to see proof for it because her whole life, that's all she known. And this just comes just like shock. It just shocked her whole world. Yeah, it did. Like your best friend and your brother say this. Like, look, look, yeah. it's the truth. And then, and like she even kind of pointed out herself, like people talk so highly about Rhaegar. Yeah, just that's what I'm saying. Rhaegar. She kind of almost solidified it right there. Like, yeah, for him to be a rapist and a murderer, it's like yeah. my brother didn't even sound like he'd ever do some shit like that. Nah. And even and like when you read through old books and stuff like that, the stories people have told about him, like all that is true. Like he didn't even want to fight until he learned that he could probably be Azor Ahai. Yeah, he, that's when he was like, oh, no, I should probably be a knight then. I yeah. should probably learn how to fight with with a sword and. Ride horseback. He wanted to learn. He wanted to read books and, and like stuff said, like he that. He helped out people in his community. He gave back. His community. Like he was a real Nipsey hustle. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, I think the next lines that was coming out of Jon Snow's mouth was, look, bro, 
I don't want to do this anyway. This can really be between us. Because John, I think he finally kind of found some sort of happiness with Daenerys. And he found the happiness knowing that who his, who his parents, like who his mother was. Like, he always wanted that. No, nah, we ain't showing the episode, bro. That's weird. Why would we show the episode? You just watched it on TV. Oh, that's probably, niggas probably think I'm showing the episode. No, I'm not. We just talking about you know, it. A lot of people A lot of people did that last night to fight. A lot of people got on um, got on this platform and, like, was showing the fight. So. Oh, really? No, we ain't going to live stream an um, episode. Maybe later, like, after the season over, we'll just go back and do, like, the I mean, low-key, we probably could. Probably get my account banned, though. Because <laughs> yeah. I got HBO Go, so we could show it while we talk about it. Yeah. But it's like, is it worth it? If you want, if y'all, if you think that'll help, we could do that too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm definitely down with doing like a recap, like when we do the recap, having the episode up and shit like that. Yeah, I don't mind that, but yeah, we kind of want everybody to be kind of old school with it. Now we yeah. all watch it and then, then come back and talk about yeah, it. Exactly. I don't even got the picture shown because I don't want the lag. Some, sometimes it lag, I guess, live. Oh, okay. I'm just showing. I'm just having our audio come through. Okay. Which I think is funny enough. Um, but yeah, I don't think Jon Snow, he's just about to tell her, like, look, bro, I don't even want to be king of the north. I don't want to be king of the north. I don't want to do none of this shit. Just let me, just let's forget about all this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you rule, we get married, we just enjoy ourselves. But the horns sounded. Like, how do you, how do these horns work? Because I used to wonder that at the night's watch, too. Like, when the horns go off, who was watching this shit? Now you always got to look out. You always got to have a lookout. But who got the eyes? It was dark as fuck. Man, you, you up real high, and all you see is, like, movement, and you just got to let the horns go. But, like you said, you get high enough where you can see all the way to the back, and you're just like, oh, shit. Was it still three horns? Like the, yeah, yeah, still three horns. For the, for the White Walkers, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't hear for three horns. I just thought about that right now, if it was still three or not. Yeah, so, like you said, the horns wrong, and... Um, and John them ran up to the crypts quick as hell. Ran out the crypts, and... Now the battle, battle looks like it's about to begin. It looks like John and Danny about to hop on dragons. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So Lando. Um. I got I got some spoiler shit, man. Okay. Break it down. Hold on. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna tweet it out real quick. I got some spoiler shit for niggas. Okay. I got some spoiler shit for episode three. Episode three. Tune in if you dare. Type shit. All right, man, so. Here to talk a little bit of spoilers, but I'm going to just read through them. <laughs> I was recording for 13th time today, so it's bad. Nigga, we about to be done in a minute. All right, Lando, so look. Got some spoilers. A couple people are going to die. I'm going to read off the deaths real quick, and then you tell me how you feel about it. Okay, I'm going to tell you if I knew, if I knew off the bat, but go ahead. Um, Ed is going to die. I knew that one. Um, Lloyd Royce is going to die. I knew that one. I had a feeling about that. Him and Santa a little bit too close. They're a little too close, yeah. Trusted advisor. Yeah. yeah. Um, Podrick is going to die. That's going to be tough for me to see. But I kind of figured he wouldn't make it to the end. Beric Dondarrion will die for the final time. It's, it's time. It's time. He, he finally met his mission. <laughs> it's time for him to die. Him and the fiery sword. It's time. He finally met his mission. Um, two big ones. Yeah. Jorah Mormont. Is going to die. It's time. It was time for Jorah. Like I said, I, I rock with Jorah season one. They say, I don't like him, but yeah, Jorah's time. They say he stayed behind in the crypts. Him and Liana fight together to fight off White Walkers. I like that. That's, that's a good way for them to end. Just like their father, God's father, John. Or um, his father. Yeah. And uh, 
And the last but not least, Gendry dies. That's going to be tough. I, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. They say Gendry dies. He turns into a white walker. And chases Arya. Arya finishes him off. And that, so that's the one that's chasing Arya. Like, Arya looks scared as fuck in the trailer. Yeah. Like, he likes him chasing. Mm-hmm. It's Gendry. That's what it's supposed to be. Damn, that's tough. At least he got some ass before he died. <laughs> At least both of them did, I guess. Yeah, damn. That's kind of fucked up, but that's pretty much how it goes. Once you have sex with somebody in Game of Thrones, they're going to die. Like, you, if you're a main character having sex with another character, Khal Drogo, uh, Eaglet, you're going to die. Like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's done for you. It's done for you. Um, all right, so some overall talk about the episode real quick. Um, say Tormund survives. The episode starts with the White Walker army approaching Winterfell. The Night King is not present, okay. just as commanders, and there are a lot of main White Walkers. Yeah. The battle fight, it commences. They say it's a even, looks pretty even. A lot of Dothraki get killed, uh, and Danny and John are on the dragon back, burning corpses and just trying to burn out everything. So that way no more people get resurrected yeah. during the fight. Which makes, makes sense. sense. Um, so it looked like they're going to win, and they say as they're fighting... Cersei's army comes from behind and shoots Jon's dragon out the sky. I think he's still alive. I think Rhaegal's still going to be alive, but he's, like, injured. Now he has to fly down. And um, But they managed to escape down in Winterfell. And they say the army regrouped everybody else that's still fighting for the living, regroup inside Winterfell because Nas double-team fight, and they fighting the mercenaries that's breaking down inside Winterfell. Okay. And uh, midway through the battle... Another army approaches, and it's the Night King coming down from the sky with his ice dragon. Oh man! And they say it's a clean sweep. He go through like how he took down the wall with the with the blue fire. They say he do that on the ground level, take everybody out, and then everybody try to escape Winterfell from the crypts, like through the secret tunnel that they was explaining to um. Yeah. The damn shit. Yeah. yeah. And they say that's how it's gonna happen next episode. I had a feeling, bro. I definitely had a feeling that um that Cersei army would, would probably come up there and and not really help, but try to they all try like to crush like the Starks and shit like that and try to wipe themselves out. Um but yeah, that sounded like a dope that sounded like a dope battle, man. Eighty minute episode. Eighty minute episode, man. That shit sound dope, man. Um like I said, I'm geek. I'm geek for it. Like I said, it's kinda it's kinda sad to to hear these people, because we kind of agree with these people for so long, but I'm geek for the episode. Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, I mean, I don't know, man. Damn, the, damn, them niggas getting blow up, but yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be a tough episode to watch. It is. It is. I'll make sure we got napkins and, and, and shit. Like well, I'm going to be at work, too. Ooh. So I'm going to watch it at work. I'm probably gonna be here, but yeah, that's gonna be sad. We're gonna have to have a lot of people on come through. We're gonna have to talk about this, man. It's gonna be a lot of deaths, a lot of destruction, deaths. and the episodes are leaking out sooner and sooner. Like this episode, that, that remember that that when two seasons ago, and you were like, damn, bro, why all these episodes keep leaking? The hackers are on it. Yeah, they trying to see what's happening. Yeah, they trying to see what's happening, and I guess it's like a, a, a bounty out there for who can get all the episodes and shit out there, <laughs> money on the head. So people going, they going for it. Um. I think, from what I was thinking, I thought the Night King was going to go just fly over, attack King's Landing. I still think he might do that after I doing this. Later. Yeah. I, I, I just think you jumped, you jumped a little too early. I think that's going to happen. They got to say that for the end. All right. Yeah. All right, Lando, this is a quick question. Who, do you think it matters who the Night King is? 
Yeah, to me, to me, it matters. I want to know, and I, you know, I kind of want to see like uh, what's the purpose and everything. Which Brand kind of explained this episode that he wants to see all like darkness and light. But I do, and I think they're gonna tell that backstory. There's some people saying it's Blood Raven. Some people saying it's one of like the uh, one of the Lord Commanders from years uh, years earlier. So I'm really interested to see. Do you think uh, they're gonna show the Battle of Trident? You said they're gonna yes, show it. Yes, yes, that is uh, that's being shown. I think episode five or six. They supposed to be showing that uh, that episode. What do you think importance that has on the on the show now? I think it it shows, and I hope it don't because I, I've always thought that Rhaegar, because Rhaegar ranked really high on my swordsmanship. Yeah. If he won that fight, but I think it's gonna show him getting what, his ass bust. Him getting his ass bust and what what kind of really happened and what what he was trying to tell Robert. And how, like you said, how he was, with Rhaegar pretty much trying to say, look, I need to be in control of this. She don't love you. She loved me. This is prophecy. And if Robert just couldn't take it. Do you think it was, I think that's for sure probably what happened. <laughs> but do you think it was kind of odd how accepting Jon Snow was of this, being Aegon Targaryen? I think, you know, I think it was closure for him. Because he went his whole life not knowing who his mother, who his mother was. Nah. And not knowing where she came from. And now for him to just look back and just like, damn, Ned did this for me, and you no, know, my father was Prince Rhaegar. Like it's full of closure for him. I think at the point right now, he can't really be upset or mad about it. He just got to be like accepting of it, right? Accepted, yeah. Yeah, I kind of think that too, because it's like, I mean, what else could he ask for? You know. So do you think when it's all said and done, John's gonna want the Iron Throne? I don't know if he'll want it. Um, I do think that uh, he's definitely in the running for the the people personally to go sit on the Iron. So it's close. It's close. Mm. Well, I think that's pretty much that's pretty much all I got, man. I mean, I ain't want to. We just watched it. it. Ain't too much more in depth you can really get into the episode without, yeah, like just going through dialogue by dialogue. I mean, it was some great dialogue, great scenes, great episode. I know some people think it lacked, but this is kind of what this to me. This is what should episode one should have been. But I'm glad it was episode two. I'm glad everybody got a little bit more more time. Um, I, I I enjoyed the episode. I like good dialogue and good touching scenes. Everybody did a good job this episode. Uh, anything else you want to say, man? Before I shut it down. Hey, man! Episode three, man. The, the big battle is almost like a conference final playoff game, man. So. No, oh, it should be sure about to be the conference finals, yeah. and and it, it, by at the way it's looking, it's looking like the Night King gonna go up three one. Like the, they won a little bit, and then he just came back and, and took it right there, dog. Yeah. So, mm, we'll be back probably around 12.30 after the next episode. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this little talk about the episode we're doing. I'm not showing episodes. I'm going to retweet this link again. So, that way, if you want to catch up on it, you can catch up on it. Or you can just go Motherfuckers in the Barbershop Podcast to listen to it even further in depth. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it was everything you kind of liked. And, and let us know if you liked the episode or not. If you didn't like it, give me a reason why. Because I thought that shit was beautiful. It almost made me cry multiple times. So take it easy. Peace out.